Is it time for a new heating and cooling system? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services and Carrier today and get 0% financing for 18 months on a new heating and cooling system. Get the comfort you deserve from Griffith Energy Services and Carrier. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today for this and other exclusive offers. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. You are now listening to The Reality Is. The Reality Is. No, I'm glad to. It's for minorities, but white people don't be scared. Asians, Hispanics, you want to come on the show, hit us up. I'll talk to anybody about everything. Like, these niggas is out here fucking these girls and putting it on porn up. At 8 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday with a heart on, she gets up and she turns on the church and turns the thing on. I was thinking, I'm going to get some head or something to start the thing on. Niggas is straight out here raw digging and choking my God has his hand on you. Why you sitting there? That was pretty good, man. It just kind of came out. You can't right. be squeamish when giving head. I mean, you got a dick in your mouth. Like, how much more gutter can you be? Big niggas, right? Like, like, pushing the big deal, niggas. Just yeah. period, point blank. Just what it is. The reality is. Have you ever cheated on somebody? No. I have. Well, no. I, oh, I never wanted to cheat on anybody. It happens, right? I never did. <laughs> so, if we have a little bit more, you know, the people who have a little bit more, then we have a little bit of time to get people who have a little bit less. Yeah. We get equalized the situation, and one day, you know, regardless of what the government does, we will have systems in place to take care of ourselves. You to the reality is. The reality is. see that just that format of all like the heavy hitters yeah. and see how they all really started back in with the yeah. Def Jam it was great to see man because they made, they made a lot of and you saw those people made a lot of money tribute to some of the people that didn't make it as big as them yeah but you remember seeing them back when exactly. Def Jam was hot yeah in the man. late 90s early yeah. 2000s like they man they had some everybody I mean, hitters man that's what they, that's anybody what they you can think of right now like black comic was was on Def Jam Anybody you could think of, anybody I could think of, everybody was on. That's why Dave Chappelle said all comedy leads back to. It does. It really does, man. Deaf comedy jam right now. All roses. It's hilarious. And this is on Netflix, right? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. So the podcast has already been recorded. We still live. Okay. Okay. Everything is good. In the studio today, we got Frank Minicon. He's always somewhere hanging around. (laughs) We got Joseph. He's back on the podcast. We haven't seen him in a minute on the podcast. So man, we we just uh, wanted to bring it together. Like I had talked to you guys in the group meet earlier this week, and I was like, let's just get together. Yeah. Yeah. Chop it up. Talk about some stuff. I know Joseph. Let's uh, do what we do. When he came in, he was already talking. I was already on it. I was like, let's let's try not to talk until Frank Frank gets here. And I was like, we're gonna dive into it because okay, he always has something to say. And the funny thing, I'm a man of many thoughts. Exactly. But the funny thing that we started on was we were talking about boycotting the NFL. Yes. And then it was funny because we talked about the irony of Joseph boycotting the NFL, but his son plays Little League sports. I mean, as well as your son. Right. So what was the dilemma you brought up when you said you thought about it the other day to yourself? Well, you made a statement about what's your level of wokeness. And so (laughs) I was like, "Mm, I get you because I had these thoughts yesterday. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm boycotting the NFL for all its reasons. Right. I'm sure we'll dive into that. But if I'm boycotting the NFL for reasons such as it being too much of a physical game and them not taking it serious at that level to protect these men Mm -hmm. from themselves, how can I yet go out here and watch my son play the same game? Even at his level, I saw this one kid get hit 
He laid there for a minute. Then he got up. He stormed off to the left side very angrily. Mm-hmm. He wasn't hurt. His pride was hurt. Yeah. Fairness. And I was like, <laughs> even with that being said, if that little boy had laid there and couldn't get back up, that st- that he felt the same pain of a kid his size could put on him at his level. Right. That's the same thing as these grown men. I was like, so how can I say that my son, how can I really be boycotting this game if I'm not boycotting the game that, and tell my son you can't play it for these reasons? Yeah, right. I don't know. I was like, ah, that, some people say, oh, man, that's a little far-fetched. It's yeah. not as violent and at that young of an age. They I was like, but you heard of young kids. They yeah. may justify it, too, because the league that you're in, I don't I don't know, mm-hmm. but most of the time, if it's a black kid, they're playing in a black league with black coaches. Right. Is that the case with yours? Yep. Okay, so if it's like that, too, we're also gonna, they're probably also going to be like, well, you still have a passion for the game, mm-hmm. even though you're you know, boycotting or protesting against it. Also, it's led by black men right now right. who are, you hope that are not abusing your kids or using your kids. Yeah. But right. these, these games, right. these little league games be real, too. Oh, no, oh, yeah. I mean, they recruit, Texas, they're trying to recruit the best little kids <laughs> oh, in yeah. the city Football. and mm-hmm. on up. From and baby on up is real here. Yeah. It's, you know what? It's conflicting, too, because now I'm not boycotting for the same reasons uh, as far as the game itself. Um, and fortunately, the league that my kids play in, they really do emphasize the safety of it with the tackling and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, because cause my boy plays linebacker, you know, and he's the captain of the defense. And, and yesterday, so he lay in the middle. Yeah. And Just he, don't let that nigga turn into Ray right. Lewis. <laughs> Ray Lewis was one of the greats, and then he changed the game. He changed Just the game get, for make real. Make sure that nigga stay straight through and through. Make sure he play like it, but don't think. Yeah, don't think yeah, like exactly. it. Right. And, and we talk about that, too, but. But he uh, he laid a kid out yesterday on the sideline, man. Popped his helmet off and everything. And I and now if it was him, I would have been like, "Oh, it's yeah. my boy." But since it was him it was doing like, the hit, and I was like, "Yeah, that's what I'm saying, boy. Get it." It was still saying my you know? boy, but it was yeah. You know, the emphasis on it was different. Yeah, yeah. But they do emphasize safety, so I feel you know I feel a little bit better about that. You know, what I'm saying getting their head out the way and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Their helmets are reinforced. They teach them the safe way. There's some certification that these coaches have to have. To, to, with this new technique yeah. of tackling, yeah. you know, so I mean, but don't get me wrong, them kids still be out oh, there yeah, they knocking. Because, <laughs> I mean, even if they can teach him all that, but one yeah. decides not to right. follow suit, or he slips before the other one slips, uh-huh. and then he still hits him yeah. with the crown of the helmet. Bah, yeah, things happen. Done, you know. Yeah, so I, I mean, it, man. it's still violent, no matter how much they try to clean it up, and oh, it's yes. going to be hard. And it's going to take so much more time and eventually we're going to be playing flat. I actually yeah. wish like, they would just let it get back to where it's at because honestly people weren't even getting hurt as much as they are now. When you try to avoid now. getting hurt, you get hurt. I got to you, you know you know what to do as fast as I possibly can, yeah. but all of a sudden stop. stop. Right. Like the quickest thing can ever yeah. stop. Oh, I got a why in the air. I got to think about if you defenseless or not if I can hit you oh, and might get a flag like the the hit with Trevathan the other night for the Chicago against um the guy um Adams, number uh, 17 from uh, Green Bay. Sorry, sorry, Green Bay because right. I'm boycotting the NFL. Yeah. Oh, I, I watched the ESPN <laughs> for just a quick I did, second. I, did, I, I, I saw it on the little, uh, uh, the little crawl. Me neither. I haven't watched any games yet. Now, that's what I was going to go around. So you said you boycotted uh, differently. Right. What, I do which, have other reasons. So that was just one yeah, of the things. Uh-huh. I feel like it's five or six of them for yeah, me. But yeah. Well, you know, my thing is this, man. Like, I really, it's just more of a decision. Me and my boys talked about it before the season even started. And I was like, okay. It really started with the Kaepernick thing, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, to me, there's there's no reason why the man of, of his talent should not be in the league. And we know it's for other reasons. And if they just come out there and talk about that, yeah. then I'll be, you know, I have more respect That's for you if you say, just say. To be there. Call you know it what I like mean? It is. Yeah, just call it like it is. I'll yeah. be cool with that. But since you can't, you know, it's not just that. Because I, I can't sit up here and tell you that I'm boycotting because of Kaepernick. <laughs> yeah. But I can't tell you that's the only reason. You know what I mean? Like, I just realized, you know, the NFL really did hijack my Sundays. And, you know, I felt like when it comes to being productive and using my time wisely, I wasn't doing it on Sundays because of the NFL. I've done a gang of you know? shit. 
since. <laughs> what did I, I mean, say? I mean, I, I was out in the street eight hours yesterday with Yeah. yeah. Before I mean, we start recording, yeah. what did I say? Yeah. I said one of the main reasons was because it took my time up. Yeah. And yeah. I was talking about how I was going to take that time to learn skills, right. do other things, get that time back Read with my family and friends, have more experiences, family, and whatever. That was one of my reasons that we talked about off-air yeah. before we started. <laughs> right. That was the exact same thing. Because that's the thing. I mean, yeah. it just it just took up a lot of time took all day. Time all day we watching the game. I mean, I won't be doing nothing. <laughs> I think Eddie, I'm just looking at Joseph's eyes. He's in a good place, man. <laughs> I'm in a great place. He's, he's in a great place. He is in a good place, man. <laughs> Life is amazing. It's oh. good to be here. Oh. <laughs> I got the freedom of sitting here with two pretty good fellas and chopping it up. Oh, man. I was what trying to look. of freedom can we feel right now? Uh, <laughs> right? No, I hear you, man. Like, if you think in your mind right now, what's the yeah. freest thing you can, it's true. that you will want to be in life? Like, yeah. right now, mm-hmm. this moment is that moment for me. Yeah. I don't want to think funny. about the past or even right. what can happen. Yeah. This is the moment right now. That's where we at. And it's funny because it's, it's, you start, I think as you get older, you start to think differently and you start to view things like that. Mm-hmm. And I was going to ask Joe about that because he just recently, happy birthday, happy belated birthday. Thank I told sir. him on Thank time, you. too. But as you get older. Very good. Your mind starts to change. Oh, yeah. About relationships, mm-hmm. about religion. Honestly, about the main Everything. things that matter. Yeah. Politics. You know, if you have kids, you, mm-hmm. you think about the kids. Mm-hmm. But approaching this 34th birthday, was it anything to you that you thought about more significantly than anything else? Yeah, man. Um, every every if <clears throat> So I guess for any of my friends that listen to this, this will be the speech that they didn't get last week. Yeah. When... Um, the party that I was that I had that you didn't come to that you said yeah, you was gonna come but to. But see, he got to listen to like yeah. four episodes. Yeah, I heard it. I said, I yeah, said, he I mentioned ended, it. I ended so. up. I was like, man, I was yeah. invited to four birthday parties yeah. and you I me, said yes me. on the same day. Yeah, he mentioned like, it. Shit, yeah. I can't make all of these. <laughs> you, you did tell me, but still, I'm just saying the party you <laughs> no, were at. You're right. That Facts. was <laughs> There was, you know, whatever. Um, I normally give speeches. I normally tell my family, friends, whomever they're still, whatever. Yeah, it gets a little emotional because. It's funny because this has only been since like turning 30. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I wasn't you a very emotional guy before then. Something happens at 30. Right. I'm like, no, I'm not giving y'all no speech because they was making fun of me. They said, oh, what's <laughs> the word of the night? Every time, oh, Joe, gonna get emotional. Yeah. When, when are you gonna do it? When are you gonna do it? <laughs> All night, no matter what. I think they're coming up to me, take a shot, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Oh, oh, Joe, about to get ready to cry. Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> he was ready for this. Oh, he, he got emotional. Because like, even when my brother yeah. came into the room, who I recently just met, yeah. which added more to the emotion because uh, most definitely, just in the month of September, I met my brother for the first time in our lives ever. Right? I never even heard you mention one. Yeah, yeah, so, I yeah, know. Yeah. Right? And I've known this you is for like twenty plus years. Mm. <laughs> right? This is a new thing, and I just met him for the first time in September, a couple of weeks before my birthday. And I invited him out, and he came. So it was kind of like friends were coming in, and I seen in a minute. Yeah. Then when he came in, and he came in with my first cousin, which is how we all got reacquainted because we actually knew each other but didn't know we were cousins. Cousin, mm. yeah. Man, I hugged him, and then everyone was like, "Oh, this is the moment." So they kept going, whatever. <laughs> so approaching this time in my life, this is a speech that they didn't get. Mm-hmm. I feel just as I did this year, then when I turned thirty. Mm-hmm. The reason why is because approaching thirty, I started thinking that oh. My life is going to be dramatically different at 30 because 30 is an old age. Yeah. You know, the young people, when you turn 30, it's like, oh, he old. Oh, right. Young people think, like how right now we might consider 60 maybe. Yeah. They consider 30. us to be old right yeah. now mm-hmm. at that age. So I'm like, <laughs> God damn it, I'm about to turn that age <laughs> I thought about when I was young. Uh-huh. Turning 30, I started to say, oh, I need to change some things and do things differently, yeah. right? And I did. Personally, I was always winning, but it was like a more serious time. I feel like yeah. all the things you did as a young 20-year-old, the mistakes, the stupid stuff, this is the time you show the lessons you learned from those mistakes when you were in your 20s. Right. 
So I started doing things differently. And when I started doing things differently, I felt like the better way, life wasn't like coming out like I really was, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So cool. Turned 34 this year. I start feeling that way again because of life changes. I've decided to do personally, re- religious-wise, yeah. uh, professionally, and everything, yeah. and just not giving a fuck about a lot of things. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, um, and so you they know, got and then, um, <laughs> Kid, Frank's kids is in the studio. That's why we, we me, and, me and Joseph both were like, man, come on, man. We, I'm trying not to drop an F bomb. Then we drop an F bomb. We look oh, over there to make sure they ain't even here. Yeah, they're not uh, paying attention. But they didn't even pay attention to me. They was like, right. don't even know what's going nah. on. All right, so <laughs> turning thirty four. Dang, I forgot. I lost my train of thought. You basically were talking about turning thirty four and the thoughts, the things in your mind that start changing. Yeah. And you said what you used to be think at thirty when you first turned thirty. Right. Yeah. So the job, you know, religious wise and things like that, I decided to mm-hmm. say, you know what, Joe, you really need to do those things and say forget those other things that really didn't matter so much really started cutting those things off yeah. and I really went into this year with intentions the craziest thing about it is I've never felt close to any and everything I'm touching in my life yeah. because I feel like I'm really touching things yeah. mm-hmm. every relationship I've had has gone to the next level or ended in a way that it didn't end to the point where I say oh we were both unhappy mm-hmm. It was that we ended because, yeah, guess what? You're at this stage. I'm at this stage. And yeah. right now, currently, there's we're good. We're good. Yeah. The future may be, but we're good. Yeah. Like, no no negativity, no bad things. Yeah, so yeah. I started looking at stuff like that. And it was just like, this is amazing because yes. it was different. I didn't feel pressure this time. I just said, you've learned. You thought you learned in your yeah. 20s. And you thought you was going to do it when you turned 30. Yeah. Well, now you had three years to kind of curve that. Curve that. You yeah. know, yeah. you know, they say black or men. We age slower than women anyway, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, so if you really, when you turn 30, you was really still 27. So yeah. then when you turn 33, you just turned 30, 30. right? Yeah. So it's like, ah, it was three years. Yeah. So I'm like, hold on, let me get that math right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, three years, you know, they say it's like three years younger. Yes, so, yes. So it's like, ah, cool, 34, Joe. You're going to do it when you say you're going to be super intentional, yeah. but you have learned again from those mistakes from the that you didn't learn the first time do you feel like it was like maybe a relapse like what i mean by that is like to rethink about how 30 felt at 34 like was it something else that came or something else that wasn't fulfilled that you started feeling because i know i feel that same way Mm -hmm. like i was i tell artis i'm like i'm about to be 35 Mm -hmm. and because there were things i said i was going to do at 30 that I still didn't do at by the time by I was the 34. Time, exactly. So I said between or, or I said at 30 I'm gonna do by 34. Yeah. Didn't do them and realized oh I got still I'm I'm still yeah. back at well, square one or before yeah. you know. I'm like, but it's Shit. So, and, and it's so important though in between those times and and this is what I tell myself to do in those moments where I look at myself or look at my life and be like I haven't achieved these things. Honestly, most people in this world haven't achieved the things that we wanted to achieve. Mm-hmm. But I go back and I look at what I have gotten. Right. And my mom called me the other day and that's why I always be like if you have a parent. If you got one, be happy because the things that parents can do for you are so amazing from just speaking life. Because like my mom just called me out of the blue and she was like, hey, what are you doing? I was like sitting up playing a video game, just finished reading, chilling. And she was like, well, I just wanted to let you know, I know everything is not what you want it to be. I know you're working to do this. And I heard about the event and I heard that's going good. And I know what you're going through. And she was like, just know that. Think about 
when you wanted this car. She's like, when you first moved up here, you drove up here with your girlfriend in a car that broke down as soon as you got here. Facts. Mm-hmm. She's like, you done lived in your car. You done stayed with me. You done did this and that. She's like, you used to always talk about living downtown in the downtown area. Mm-hmm. You're doing that. You always talked about getting a Honda when you wanted a Honda when you was a kid. You ended up getting two of them. You talked about doing this. And she started remember, reminding me that things may not be great, but look right. at how much shit you haven't done. Right. I mean, that you have that you done. Because you may have a bucket list of 100 things. And think about it, If you really start writing the things that you had a bucket list on of 25 or things that you, you've really done a lot of those things. A lot, a lot, of, a lot of black people, we didn't even get on a plane or travel right. until later in life. And now, pretty much my everybody would hang around. He's never yeah. been a plane. And that's cra- I mean, he's, it's crazy, but yeah. that was the same way for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's really important to, I mean, it's okay to have goals and okay to have lists and things uh, to do lists. Like some people have a bucket list, some people have a fuck it list. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> True. Uh, but, but I think that in order that's, to. That, that, thanks for the podcast. <laughs> Bucket list or fuck it list. Because you got to have both. You got to have both. That's what life is about. And after 30, your fucking <laughs> list go. gets big. For real. You should take a shot to that. That's but the you fuck. Know, hell that's yeah. Because right the, 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 I tell you right um, now, bro, the thing that I really, the thing that starts changing more for no me, people say 30 really changes you. The more mm-hmm. I approach 35, I'm I'm starting to have real conversations. Yeah. And when about I mean, real life and, stuff. And I mean, this is the thing. This is how real I've gotten. Even in my relationship, like when I talk to her, I talk in depth about the things that I want, even the things that may make her uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I think as I've gotten older, I start to look at the, you can get some juice or whatever you want in there, bro. But uh, the water, right, it's out. He, oh, he got the last one. <laughs> but it's one of those things, like I tell her, it's like when I get older, when I start thinking about nearing 35 here in the next couple mm-hmm. of weeks, man, when I say I'm so intentional about what I'm saying. That's a key word. Even if it scares her, even if it may cause a breakup, you got to be willing to say the things that you really feel. Because yes. if you start holding that shit in, you either start resenting the person or you start resenting life. Right. And you start looking at yourself like, I should have did that. Should have, could have, would have. Yeah. And the thing is, man, um, you know, like you're saying, being intentional, at the end of the day, I think that even even if we don't know how to express it when we're in our 20s, yeah. we're, we're, our goal is all really, truly to kind of be one with ourselves. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, just to be real with myself and be real with life and, and be as open about with the things I want to do and who I want to be with everybody else because we're not always quick to share you know because we might be concerned about how somebody might take their feelings and all that but we're really just being true to ourselves when we're being intentional and communicating that you know what I mean and it's crazy that you say that about fuck you were saying something about being honest with ourselves Mm -hmm. I was listening to the mental I think it was called the mental health podcast Mm -hmm. and this is a guy he's been doing this for like six or seven years podcasting the episode I listened to recently he was talking about how when you're fighting depression one of the biggest ways or quickest remedies to get out of depression is by actually being honest with yourself. Yes. Because he was like, a lot of times we don't do or say the things that we really desire mm-hmm. because of shame. You know, we yes. lie about the things exactly. that we've done because there we're we shame and we there don't want to deal with shame. Yeah. But when you don't want to deal with shame or deal with your truth, then you look, it's like depression says, what are you looking for? He looked like, like he just like, <laughs> oh, he up, he up plug. Oh, he oh, up plug. Charger. It's, uh, it's <laughs> one on his side. Yeah. All right. <laughs> But he was just saying one of the things that, that, that gets us out of these certain states or negative spaces is actually being honest with ourselves. Right. Like I say, you can sit up and be in a relationship or say you got a friendship. Me and Frank cool. Mm-hmm. Frank does something that I don't like, but I never talk about it, but I'm always kind of perturbed when he's around. How much easier would it be for me to just say, hey, Frank, hey, hey can I pull you to the side? Let's talk about it. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. then maybe it gets better, maybe it doesn't. But it's like, at least you address it. But as adults, we don't even address half the issues we have with ourselves, no. nor do we with people. 
That's you know, it. listen, and, and the question is why? You know what I mean? I was just having this conversation with a younger cat the other day, and I was just, I was in his office, we were talking, and then he asked me, he said, Frank, I got a question for you. He said, how do you get people out of your office? <laughs> you know, like, he, and he was really just asking me, like, as if I knew the answer. Yeah. But, but what he wanted to do was, he wanted to figure out a way to um, tell people the truth yeah. without hurting their feelings or without disturbing whatever the relationship's yeah, gonna be. Right. Because yeah. you're gonna take it a certain, that's, that's the thing I'm worried about, yeah. how, how you're gonna take gonna it. Take you know, not, not necessarily the, 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 the content of what I'm saying, but exactly. the intent. Like you think I'm intentionally trying to hurt, hurt your feelings, you. when really I'm right. just trying to let you know I got work to do and you come back mind. later. Exactly. You know, yep. content, not intent, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. As, as adults, we have trouble with that because we're so concerned about how people are gonna take it. True. That's crazy, man. Being honest is like the best thing I could do. Sometimes it's people freedom. question me. When That's freedom. Talk, when people talk to me about the stuff I say on this podcast, they be like, "How do you say half the t- half the people who listen to this podcast? They listen because the half the <laughs> shit that I'm saying and uh, like half the shit that I say they get that. other people to say it. Right. But when I say something real crazy, people people may not think, but it's something that switches in your head and said, "Did this nigga talk about? Right. Did, did he, he just say that? that? Did he talk about? He asked. Did, did he? What was that? Bed, bed. What do you call it? What yeah. you call it? Was yeah. it with the bed bug thing? Oh, dead bug, dead bug, yeah. And he, did he oh, talk about that? Basically, that? a man getting his ass ate by a girl, laying oh. on his back like dead bug. Yeah. They call it the dead. I learned I they so. call it That was on. Uh, it was on Insecure. No, it wasn't on Insecure. It was on. Uh, it was on. Uh, shit, Survivor's Remorse. Oh, that I LeBron show that on uh, Stars. But yeah, bro, it it's, 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 it's just them things, man. You start thinking about. I know for me, like I say, the older I get, the more I'm kind of like, if I die tomorrow, what am I not doing that's gonna make me happy today? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what's so crazy? You know what? The, the funny thing about it is when I think about that, not all the nicest things come to mind. No. Like I, I, I'm honest enough to. I'm, I'll, I'll give you an example. When you think about right now today, what do I want to do? What would I like to do? If I was dying tomorrow, what all would I do? Mm-hmm. What all advantages or opportunities would I take advantage of? Yeah. If you're honest with yourself, not all of those things are good things. No. Like, like say, for instance, for me, being True. in a relationship, if I'm thinking, oh, I would fuck this particular girl, nigga, that's honesty. Yeah, that's right. honest. That's it may real. Not, it may not happen. Uh, yeah, that's, but that's what I'm saying. But it's, it's one of those yes, things where you yeah. take those opportunities mm-hmm. or you think to yourself, what would I do differently? Right. That's what makes that put a smile on my face and right now. As I get older, mm-hmm. that's the way I start thinking. Yeah. Enough yeah. to where. What people don't understand is, like I've said before, it's been so many times when I was hollering at girls, and I just wanted to have sex. Mm-hmm. I just right. wanted to have yes. sexual intercourse. That's uh-huh. it. I really want to say the F word, but I don't know how much your kids can hear it, so I'm going to stick <laughs> well, with sexual yeah, intercourse. Really. I didn't even look over <laughs> it. But, listen, they listen to yeah, Def Jam the other yeah, day, so, man. They heard them. <laughs> but it's like, when you, you want to have sexual yeah. intercourse, but you act like you don't. Like, I don't want to act yeah, like Yeah, I want to do all that extra stuff. Like, I don't want to act like I don't want to do anything no more. If That's why I like to be real honest right now. When I talked about those four birthdays, if I'm being totally honest, only birthdays I probably would have went to that weekend was my homeboy Frank and yours. But I couldn't make it to all of them. You see what I'm saying? Right. So it's one of the things where you start back in the day, you try to make it to all of them, mm-hmm. or you end up lying mm-hmm. and saying, hey, I tried. And it's like, why? Because nah. well, all they got to do next week is to be like, hey, don't try next time. Come. And they'll be like, what you mean, try? And then you <laughs> said you, and it's like you got caught in your life. Right. No. And, right. and that's, that's the fucked up thing about how people are, right? So you, you can't, you got to stop charging people with those things that you feel that they should have done in that moment. Exactly. Because that's like me being mad at him for the same, for, for this. Like that's yeah. me be coming here, hell no. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Joe, you want to do podcasts? Like acting like you ain't mad, podcast, but you mad. But you mad. you coming my birthday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I sound like yeah. I'm younger than your kids, yeah. right? Yeah, man. We grown, no, man. No, bro. 
I get it. We mm-hmm. gonna have many more days where we can do that right. than anything else. We're not. We don't need to celebrate life on that one particular because that day wasn't even my birthday. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So like that wasn't exactly my birthday. So I couldn't. You can't charge people with those type of things. You, you just gave really a lesson in the world to all those people, people who know? do that because there's so many people who do that. Heck yeah, like man. they still invite people to parties. It's not on your actual birthdays. Mm-hmm. And when somebody can't go, it's like you're pissed off. Right. right. Like come on, man. But and why? Hey, why yes. really? We're multifaceted people. We do so many different things. Like we can't expect for one person to be there. Yeah. Like, I had another birthday party I couldn't make it to. My homegirl had a birthday party, and I was like, I was gonna be able to make the initial one, mm-hmm. but then the time changed, and I was like, well, that few hours changes things. For Makes me. a difference, you know. And me and her are cool, so it's like when I wasn't able to show, she's like, yeah, I was kind of perturbed at first, but I got over it. And then I was like, I get it, but I really don't understand why you would be mad. I was like, it changed, you know, mm-hmm. and I couldn't make it. And she was like. Well, okay. She was like, I understand. I was like, I get it. But I just, under, like, for me, I'm just, bro, I'm so like a, I don't give a fuck about right. that. And, and, see, and that's the thing. That, but that's the thing right there. Because to I me. I just don't care. I, I just, I mean, I, this is the thing. Okay, people I understand. People try to tell me I care. That's yeah. what I hate, too, when people try to tell me like, I care. Not really. Or you could have given too much of a fuck, like, one of my friends, Robin, she cares so much to where she told me she had the same issue. Yeah. She was out, like, they had some friends, parties to go to. She probably wasn't going to make it. Cool. I'm not charging it to her. Whatever. Yeah. Robin them still end up coming to the joint at two thirty in the morning. Yo. Still came through. He still came through. Yeah. I'm out. I'm done. Like, yeah, nah. <laughs> but Robin still came. It's a wrap. Like she did. She felt the opposite of you. I was like, what? Like, no. She said, fuck that. I'm gonna go by any means necessary. Yeah. Still mm-hmm. came. Yeah. And that's cool. I mean, you know, if somebody want to do that, right. you will. Hey, man, I, I feel hey, good I looking. I appreciate devotion. that. I, that's, I mean, you that's know? the thing because people do that to me all the time. Like we have these events, and some people are like, hey, I tried to make it, I couldn't make it, and I'm like, all right. And not to be funny, depending on how many people at these events, I might not have saw you for but a second anyway. Right. So it's like if you do come, like I tell people all the time, if you come into any event I have, come for yourself. Come to either find your boyfriend, girlfriend, enjoy the event, enjoy the festivities. Networking business board. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you need to do, create some kind of relationship or rapport with somebody and keep it moving. You ain't even got to see me. Do it for you. And if you don't feel like coming that day, I understand that. Like you said, it's not going to be the last one. Yeah. Yeah, If you don't see me, but you tell me, hey, I enjoyed your event. I engaged with these people and I Mm -hmm. created these relationships. I'm gonna feel great about that, even yeah. though I didn't get to see you, because we can still catch it up any other time. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. but the fact that you had an experience in my event, amazing, yeah. awesome. Right. Now you talked about on, on Joseph. I was looking at your Facebook the other day, and you start, you had something on it. You said, "Stop selling oh, what you're offering." Oh, oh, I said that. You thought I was gonna go some yeah. today. So <laughs> I when he, when, he, when I okay. read that though, I was real like, time. I was like, "It's so many people that's doing that shit." Oh yeah, man. man. Listen, because we're all taught the art of the sale at a very young age. Mm-hmm. Even babies are taught the art of the sale. You yeah. know what the babies do? To, the art of the sale is this. I'm not really hungry, but I want my bottle because I'm feeling greedy right now. Yeah. So I'm a fake crying wine to you until you give me that bottle. Yeah. Babies learn the art of greed mm-hmm. and salesmanship at a young, young age. At a young age, natural. Babies act like they about to cry and not a yeah. teardrop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then mom giving the bottle. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> like I just wanted it. I wanted to see if she was gonna give it to me. I ain't even hungry. The, the art of the sale is in us at an early age, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. So we start selling ourselves as something that we are yeah. to get something we want. And you got to think about how we're really doing that now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We started this when we were infants, and at whatever age we are, like we're probably doing some real devious things. We right. are yeah. selling and ourselves. We're experts to at it. The thing I mentioned about that was that I had to be real honest. When I tell people things about anything that goes on, it's usually because it, I felt that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I felt that it's in life because I was really out here portraying myself. To women, like, I was a good dude when I wasn't a good dude. And you knew he wasn't like, a good dude. Like, real talk. I yeah. was, like, serious until yeah. recently. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, you know. Oh, yeah, I want a relationship and yeah. all this. And I really was, because I told myself I was, because I was trying not to be that what dude. I was. Yeah. I was trying not to keep 
Yeah. Not to show what you was. Pow, pow, pow. You don't shoot out in these streets. I'm trying to put yeah. my pistol away. Buck shots. Go home and, uh, what you say? You know. Raw jack. <laughs> <laughs> trying to keep it for a better time. Bareback. <laughs> but you know what? Sometimes you can prevent yourself from being that. And it's funny that you're saying that because I'm reading the book, The Art of Pleasure, by mm-hmm. uh, The Art of Seduction, by uh, Robert Greene. Robert Green. And he talks Good about book. that. And he's talking about uh, being a siren. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of women are sirens because they use these, these natural... Uh, traits that they have physically, you mm-hmm. know, to seduce men. Right. Yeah. And then men are charmers. That's our way to seduce women. Exactly. But like you said, it's one of those things he talked about being a siren of sex. He's like, if you are this person, you are a person who has a high sex desire. You are intrigued by women who can show you something different. Mm-hmm. You do get bored with one woman easy. And when I read that, I was like, in the first chapter, I'm finding myself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it's funny because it's like, it also talked about if you don't honor who you are or if you don't embrace those things that, you know, make you your primal instincts right. and who make you, make you who you are, mm-hmm. you're going to get it at some point, which means what I read to that is you're going to be cheating at some point. Right. So why not do what you feel like you need to do and do what you feel like makes you happy? But be honest about it, right? Yeah. And you get a lot. Of, you still right. gonna get a lot of pussy. But, but that's the thing, though. Like you we still get a lot of pussy. Yeah, pussy that's what I'm saying. Life. Yeah, just, just in life, period, you're, you're gonna, gonna get so much be, more, right? You're because, be but, but, yeah. but the thing is, the thing. I mean, this kind of my observation. I'm a little older than y'all. You know what I'm saying? I'm 42. 42. Yeah. So, <laughs> but but older, what I what I realize is that when you when you are yourself, when you get to that point where like you are you, and people see you for who you are, that's also something that. Attracts women You know what I'm saying Like Because a lot of people Not just just women But people yeah. in general Because there's so many Pretenders out here We live in a world That's full of illusions And I think Kind of back to What your point Joe About you know be, Being who you You're really not But just portraying yourself A certain way yeah. Social media helps that yeah. Helps Social media helps Perpetuate that So that's the world We live in an illusion, illusionary world And and in order for you To be yourself You have to make that decision You have to be intentional about it. We talked about that Before too yeah. um, And when you are yourself People, certain people tend to gravitate to you. Yeah. More people tend to. True. You know what I'm saying? Very true. And that, and that's exactly what I was saying in the post, because I was talking about the persona. People falling in love with their own persona. Yeah. And I'm not being funny. Like I said, I was faking like I was a good man before I was a good man. Yeah. There's some women out here thinking they're good women because they falling in love with that narcissistic person they see that's facing them in that mirror they're looking at narcissism when they see themselves in that mirror Mm -hmm. they think oh this beautiful face is it but they're forgetting all about the dirty things on the inside and then that woman that they got to look at from the neck down because that that picture on that selfie is like ah and they look at that every day Mm -hmm. like "Mm, why would no man want this this woman and shit seems like then they girls be pumping them up because that means because you put that makeup that contour and everything and took it at the right angle to Mm -hmm. make you look the lighting was good too the lighting don't forget about the lighting you was deceiving yourself and you deceived me at the same time (laughs) Because the image you was looking at wasn't you. That was your God. But it's funny that you say that because a lot of times I be sitting on social media and I see social media, and I've said this on the podcast before, and I watch people's lives, Mm -hmm. and I read what they allow us to see. Mm -hmm. And when I read that, sometimes knowing the person, I'm like, what the, the makeup of your Facebook post or your Instagram post is not who you are. It's not a true profile. That's why even on this microphone, I talk about how broke I've been. Being a cheater yeah, at some point, man, yeah. sleeping with a man. I talk about all this because you know why? When I reflect that shit on social media, it's gonna be the same shit, my nigga. It's the real. Yeah. You ain't gonna be able to come up and say this nigga said he ain't this and he. Not this is, that's why. Yeah. That's the biggest thing to kill Kevin Hart. That, that none of the shit even matter what Kevin Hart did. It was the yeah. fact that he promoted. Right. That he sold, it so he much. sold yeah. himself that he was something else and he sold. It's that a setup. And yeah. he, a, he set himself up. And, and then you know the the worst thing about it to me, like when it comes to Kevin Hart, is um, you know, and and it's such it's such a 
it's just such a conflict because these are actors, right? These yeah. people act for a living. Mm-hmm. They've made a lot of money acting, right? Yeah. So what makes us think that when they get on social media that they being themselves? Yeah. They still act. Your whole life right. is a script. You know right. what I'm saying? But this is what hurts it because we do believe that it, when you're on social media, this is what you're portraying. I believe this is who you are. Yeah. And then when you do something opposite, and you apologize for, you know, he came on, he apologized on social media. Now, I just look at you different. So everything that you do is like, you know, it's like I'm questioning it. Yeah. You're, not, you're not even as funny to me anymore because you. of it. You know what I'm saying? But let's check this perspective out. How, let's, think, let's just think differently. Let's say, what if that was still the sale? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Scandal sales. Right. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. The, the industry, for the industry, scandal sales, dirty, bad, nasty stuff, all the proclivities, all the things that we... Yeah. Want to no do, question. but can't really do to the yeah. public. It sales, period. No yeah. matter what. But what's, what's his scandal? Uh, and he got his. Uh, what's his next stand up that's coming out? It's called uh-huh. Irresponsible. And it's yeah, called, it's there play. you go. So, come on, and there then, you go. And everybody's already talking about how he's gonna have to use that. He got to. Himself. It's the power it's of marketing, sale. baby. What did I just said earlier, we learn the art of sale no early. Question. Guess what? We yeah. gonna keep selling everything. And these guys capitalize on the authentic me. And I haven't a lot. You know what I'm saying? And then at this age right now. Turning 34, I said, yo, you're going to take those lessons, you're going to learn from them, but you're going to be different at 34 because 34, you're going to do all the shit with intention yeah. that you really want to do. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing it the whole of 20, all of 2017, yeah. but turning 34 in this year is really just say, okay, time to really kick it or not, up yeah. a notch these last couple of years. I put on my to-do list six, about 13 things on Thursday. I need to do them by the end of this next week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've already done 10 of them. Yeah. Because I was like, yo, I'm really going to get these things done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know next week when I start back work, everything's going to be busy. Yeah. And if mm-hmm. I can do most of them on Monday, I'm good to do two more by Friday, right? Yeah. But I said, I'm going to get the bulk of them because I knew myself. I wasn't lying to myself no more yeah. to where these things couldn't get done. Mm-hmm. I stopped lying to myself. Yeah. I don't need to lie to other people. Is that the first where person you lied to? Where I'm, yeah. going, you know where I'm not, I'm not there. And I'm okay with telling people that mm-hmm. now. Lying to yourself mm-hmm. will get you in a bad place, though, man. But that's the first thing you do yeah. when you lie. To yourself. You put yourself in a bad place, you know? man. I'm t- and and, and you have to go through that. We have to lie to ourselves to be able to lie to other people. Who told us, like, what came in and said, uh, you have to, because you have to, you tell two lies when you tell a lie. Yeah. You lie to yourself first, first. and then and you, you lie, lie to whoever person. you told mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Yeah. Who told, where did that come from? It's a learned behavior. Are we going? Are we going to break? Are we going to go back to Adam and Eve and talk about the beginning and the serpent? Because I mean, you know, that's the biblical. Uh, now I was going to ask you because that's the beginning that. when they see it happen. Oh, now, see, I was going to talk ask about him about it. this because see, me and me and him came up in the same mm-hmm. background of church and everything. Mm-hmm. And I asked him before you got here. I said, "When was the last time you've been to church? Or have you been to church?" Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy for something to have been second nature to me at one point in my life mm-hmm. is no longer like a mm-hmm. part of me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I hear like music mm-hmm. or or beat and it takes me back there, but to me it's like church just doesn't. It, it, there's no allure or appeal to it to me anymore. You know, and and this is my thing. When it comes to religion, when it comes to church, when it comes to all of that, like if if uh, if you uh, say you smoke crack, if you smoke crack and you found Jesus and you found it in the Catholic Church, if or he Lutheran smoke crack, or whatever. he suck dick, and if he suck dick, <laughs> we ain't friends. What? <laughs> Well, I'm just saying. I didn't say we friends, that but what's that movie? We know that's gay. You know? But yo, right. oh yeah. Uh, Anybody want cheeseburger? Cheat. No, that was a uh, menace. Was, oh no, menace society. Yeah, menace, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, if if uh, I'm I'm comfortable enough with myself, even if I'm like a Christian, okay? Yeah. If you found the church, the Catholic I church, just and two you, movies up. You, <laughs> Cause they, 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 it was it was in that movie, but then it was also when uh, Chris Tucker did it also in New Jack City. 
Oh, you talking about oh, yeah, Chris, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris, Chris Rock? Chris Rock, Chris Rock, Rock. yeah, Chris Rock. Yeah, Chris Rock. Yeah, used to be the prom queen. Yeah, I ain't nothing but the prom fiend. I said, I suck your dick for cheese, right? But what was yeah, yeah. listen, man, crackhead over here, crackhead Joe. If crackhead Joe. Uh, goes to Catholic Church and then he stops smoking crack and becomes a better person. You know the church worked for him, yeah. and I'm cool with that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if you go to church, everybody goes to church for different reasons. Yeah. Like I, I didn't like when I used to go to church. It was it was really for the word, the scripture, so I could be. Able, I was it was like school for me. Yeah. So I'm learning about the scripture and I'm learning how to apply it to everyday life. And I'm out of there. Some people go and the choir gets them going. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody kind of finds something <clears throat> different. Yeah. So like I don't I don't knock anybody that 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 finds some enrichment and some elevation in their lives, some spiritual guidance. You know what I mean? Like if that's where you find it in the church, yeah. then I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? But just don't think that. I'm going to find it the same way as you do. Yeah. Don't try to save me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't try to save me because I got some friends that like Muslims and I got some friends that are Christians and the Christians are always trying to talk to them and trying to quote unquote save them. Oh, well, I'm yeah, just like, well, you got to respect that man for what he believes. That's, yeah. that's the art of the Christian sale. Yeah. You have to you know that when you are a Christian, you can't be a Christian without selling Christian mm -hmm. Christianity to other people who right. are Christians. Yeah. That's what they do. Mm -hmm. If you are a devout Christian and you're following Christ, Christ spread, spread his word and mm -hmm. you must do the same thing. Right. He said, "They say that's the what is it? Was the great the great call, mm -hmm. or whatever? What, what is it I called? Don't know anything. When is he that says, the Bible? go ye out right. into all the world.' Oh, I like, know what yeah, you're yeah, talking about. Yeah. It's like in the mark, whatever. Don't call me. It's been a long time since I read the Bible, but you all know. But that's about right. That's Christians what they do. To other Christians about being Christians, and yeah. they should be Christians because they're Christians. Mm -hmm. And it goes back to selling. Are you buying? Pretty much, are you buying what you sell? Oh, yeah. But you know what? Going back to social media too. Like I said, a lot of times, and I tell Artesia this all the time." You, you see people on social media They post these pictures of being happy mm -hmm. They post these pictures of being like Michelle Obama-like mm -hmm. In a sense And then it's like But you out here sucking dick Yeah, and, and girl, stop fucked it and, Stop and, and, all the dicks. and your name in these streets In the right. streets Come So on. it's like a lot of times I sit, yeah, So a lot of times oh. I sit back Yeah, a lot of times I sit back And I look and I'm like Like he said When I read that People are selling something Always. that they're on, that they're not. And, and, mm -hmm. and boy, and it's like it's so sad to look at some of these. And I'm saying women, and the reason I'm talking directly to women is because women are the ones who judge everybody else so harshly mm -hmm. and themselves. Man, right. you see that new you see that new post. Uh, some some article came out that black men are the white people to the black race. Black men are it. black men are the white people to the black race. Did it explain that? Yeah, it was kind of talking about the superiority of men, and now we hold mm. the rest of the race, the rest of black people under us, and we are superior, and we should be looked at as like God, as the black people look to the white people. That's what they. Oh, were saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, I was like, what the mm. fuck? I don't look at the white person. Oh, yeah, like that person. yeah. But think about the topic, though. Even yeah. if you haven't heard talk, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that topic, what it gives off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Black men are to the black race what white people are to black people. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Very fucking interesting. Yes, I, I would have to. I would have to chew on I, that. I'm gonna share the article. And we'll talk about yeah. that probably another time. Nothing to say. I did because like, yeah. I'm still sitting here trying to wrap my head around it mm -hmm. without having a you know full explanation or reading the, the yes. article itself yeah. to see. Yeah. Yeah. Was it a black uh, Arthur or a white Arthur? Do you know? No, it was a black Arthur. Mm. It was black Arthur. Come oh on. yeah, I'd love to read that. Sometimes no, I come just on, got not just if I said that, you know, it was not anybody else but yeah. a black woman yeah. who wrote that. Oh, okay, black woman. Okay, I get yes. that. <laughs> no what question. Do you think? Now, and, and talking about this, because a lot of times I have a lot of conversations, and I'm sure you guys too do too, with black women mm -hmm. about relationships, and you know, you, you don't really hear a lot of good things about black men when they talk when they start right. coming about relationships. Yeah. So in my mindset, I feel like we're always blamed for the lack thereof in relationships for the most part. Mm -hmm. 
I really don't hear a lot of accountability on black women. Yeah. And I'm, I, I, I wish I had a black woman here now to actually talk in depth about it, mm-hmm. who's really willing to talk about it. Because I'm, I'm like, wh- where does that come from? So, <sighs> no, you can go ahead. No, I, I, all right. So, one thing to explain when when we talk about how women feel when you hear so many of them say there aren't that many black men is yeah. this. I said, okay, cool. This is so we're gonna have a basic conversation about life, yeah. mm-hmm. and I'm gonna express something to you once you tell me, once you give me these answers to these questions. I said. Do you want a black man? Yeah. She says, yes. Cool. Do you think you will find a black man? Yes. Okay. Do you think that all black men are good? No. So you know that they're not all good. Mm-hmm. So you want something that you know isn't good for you? Okay, okay, cool. Let's not think of it like that. Whatever. That's one way to think about it. You don't feel that way? Cool. Let's look at it another way. You are a black woman. Mm -hmm. You want a black man. You feel like you're supposed to be with a black man. You can't be with anybody else. Yeah. Cool. You think that black men are good? Yes. You think that all (laughs) men cheat? Yes. Mm. But you don't want a man that cheat. Yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of hard to put a man in a box like, like that. Yeah, it, it, it is, but I'm trying yeah. to give her... I was like, yo, so look, I'm telling you, these are the things you think, but you are expressing cognitive dissonance when you do that. Yeah. You have conflicting thoughts. Yeah. You can't say, oh, yeah, I believe in this one thing, but believe in the thing that's the opposite of it. That, that, that don't make sense. Yeah, like, which, one, which one do you really believe in? So have right. you ever, so like, you this can't. is the thing that I always ask, too. Have you ever dated another woman outside of your race? I've never dated another woman outside of my race. You've had sex with another woman outside of your race. <laughs> yes, okay. I have. Is it different never than sleeping it. with a black woman? It is not different. Oh, I just had this conversation too. Bro. Okay, and I, I'm glad you it's said that. It's not different, so, bro. You said it's what, not different. It's not different. So what, not. what made it the same for you? Because you know we always hear different. We yeah. you know, you hear different things. I mean, you do. You hear, you hear black women do things that white women don't do or vice versa. You know what's, hold up. You know what's funny though? What's it really interesting to me is that, uh, like as I have dated outside my race yeah. and I've dated outside my race. Yeah. <laughs> double D, double down. Right, double <laughs> uh, but the, 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 the ones that, that were the most pleasurable that were not black women were women who were trying to emulate black women. You see what I'm saying? Uh, That's always though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, so those who probably in my, my cases who they weren't trying to emulate black women. They were just living in their own skin. Being, being a, still yeah. could do the same thing same in their thing. skin as mm-hmm. a black woman did in her well, skin. Just a little differently. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's a different woman, yeah. no woman feels the same. Yeah. Right. So I told them it was a different experience with every last woman. Yeah. It wasn't, didn't matter her color. Because yeah. if I could compare them, I could say, well, Rebecca... <laughs> <clears throat> Becky, Becky. He said Rebecca. There was a Jennifer that was there too, and they both did it the same way. Yeah. Yeah. In Dallas, there was a Susie here, but Susie and yeah. Kim Something did different. it the same way. Yeah. Like for every white woman that did it this way, there's a black woman that did it the same yeah. way. Like, so your preference, if you have a preference, because you're not yeah. married yet, if you have a preference of the type of woman that you want, what race would she be? And why? I wanted to be black, and that's nothing to do with sexuality. Now the difference between yeah. black women and white women has nothing to do with the sex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now when I say the other thing, is but you not know it's funny. We always say black and white, but you, with, with, even with you being, uh, you know, wanting a black woman over every other woman, is that every other woman, or are you just thinking white women? Because in this instance, well, I'm meaning well, because the reason I said that is because when I said I said if you could have whatever woman you wanted, what would she be? You said black, and then you compared her to a white woman. 
and I always talk to people about interracial dating because mm-hmm. we do look at that window black just white. only black and white mm-hmm. well, when it's a lot more than that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's right. the only reason I ask Right, that. well, when you don't grow up in very diverse areas, yeah. your you perception look at it reflects exactly. your environment. Right. So for me, for the longest, we did see white and some Mexican, yeah. but, you know, there wasn't very many other. So yeah. my relationship with other and understanding of others happened as more towards the age of an adult. Mm-hmm. Like, it's reality. Yeah. Like, most of us don't get it, the opportunity to have that diverse understanding that there are other people in on this earth yeah. that there are you see Asians in certain areas but mostly when I was younger what the what what's the one thing that young black males related Asian to movies Bruce motherfucking Lee <laughs> yeah. Yeah. karate, karate that's movies, it. we didn't man. think yeah. about nothing else we didn't think about yeah. culture style that's maybe it. food and you food know, yeah the food whatever. and they food. sold our hair products they yeah. sold that sh- and, well uh, yeah they sold our hair products yeah. but we thought they still do. Ah, yeah. We was talking about Bruce Lee, yeah. motherfucker. All right, you <laughs> yeah, know what I'm And so we didn't know really much about that culture. So for me, yeah, it was black, white. That's always the comparison. So, but I think the comparison for me kind of broke down when it came to them mentally, how they would be able to take me, yeah. how I would be able to express my love to them. Yeah. What I do know is this: is I know a black woman because I've had 34 years experience with a black, with black woman yeah. mm-hmm. from birth, and yeah. I know what a black woman tastes like. Yeah. Not only from my mother's breast, but yeah. from women I've been with. Yeah. So I know everything about them. So my thing is this, is that to do something with a white woman, honestly, it is uncharted territory. And mm-hmm. I think that a foreign taste may <laughs> hinder my taste buds for the rest of my growth. And I want to grow for a long time. Hey, you know listen. I'm saying? So I'm going to stick to the things that I know because I like Don't banana pudding and peach cobbler. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't Rivers and lakes. Pumpkin yeah, pie. <laughs> Yo, you know what's funny? I grew up in uh in Rhode Island and it's it's real diverse, you know what I mean? Like Oh yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, real man. diverse. I mean, they had I grew up with Puerto Ricans and Dominicans and uh, these folks Cape Verde and this Cape Verde Islands off the uh West Coast, West yeah. Coast of Africa Islands. Um they were um colonized by the Portuguese. But and they come in like all shapes, sizes, and colors. That's where Amber Rose uh, folks. Okay, yeah, yeah, exactly. CVs. There's some CVs. Shout out to uh, Veloso CV from back home. She listens to the podcast too. Okay, that's what's up. So she'll love that. But um, (laughs) but but the thing is, man, I'll be honest with you. Um, when I grew up, growing up, dating, dating black women, like just I'm talking about like. Cause I didn't have a girlfriend in high school. I just didn't. I was playing sports. I was working, and I was trying to, you know, yeah. do a little something on the side. I didn't really have a girlfriend until I got to college. But when I started spending time with women and and just really understanding what a relationship was, I realized that that you know a lot of our sisters, uh, because of particular upbringings, were, were weren't raised to really take care of the man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. in our culture, because of the way our culture is, because of the absence of the father, because of the broken breaking up of the families, yeah. they were raised to be strong black females that didn't need nobody. Yeah. Which means I don't need to take care of you. I don't yeah. need to cook for you. Yeah. I don't need to rub your feet or do exactly. your nails or nothing like that. Or have you have sex with you consistently I, multiple times. Right, like, right. That's, that's the, that's that's the, the issue. Different. And yeah. the other ones did and is what I'm saying. That's kind of what I, that's where I was a little different than that. Yeah. Because I think some of the girls, we do with a a very it was kind of so in certain ways it was women in power but it was kind of women repressive yeah. but they these no women question. we were going everywhere was, yeah. was really being talked to bow down to your husband that's beautiful man slap you yeah but the thing about what, it to a point yeah. Yeah. but see they like, were but these, they also controlled it as well mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying they tried they and he's talking about the church we grew up in okay. it's like yeah, they, so, yeah. as much as they told you to honor your husband yeah. and, and follow I also feel like men got to give women something to follow. No question. Oh, like a lot of, but yeah. you got a you lot got of niggas to. out here yes. asking. For, oh, not, yes. not to be funny, we got, and no disrespect, we got a lot of niggas acting like the old you. Mm-hmm. And, 
Yeah. And wanting that was them one. to follow and, and me, and right? Yes. Follow your ass to hell. But you know, all you want to do is fuck and smash <laughs> right. and right. keep her around a little bit because she a trophy. He's selling them a dream, man. You're asking to sell that dude. Exactly. You selling them a dream. Even when you're not ready. I want to do, but you still need to follow me. Even when you're not ready, that's what we will still do. Yeah, yeah. That's that's that's. That's throwing salt in the game for real, man. That's super you can't salty. do that. But but that's not that's not a well as far as like what do I look at life? That that's not a mature way to be, and you know that because yeah. you've grown yeah. out, you've yeah. grown out of that. You know what I'm saying? But uh, but yeah, it's it's interesting. It was interesting to me at that time, yeah, because I'm dealing with different females, blacks and others. Because my preference is black. I'm African. You know what I'm saying? I want yeah. an African chick. Yeah. But the African chicks, it was like a quandary because I was I was African, but I was born here, so I was kind of like American. And so when I dealt with African chicks, they wanted them an American boy. So I was cool yeah. until they realized I was African too. They was like, oh man, we don't want you because we know how you are. Yeah. We know how Africans are. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah, and that's stereotypes. Yeah, yeah, there's all kinds of stereotypes. Do y'all beat y'all women? They do. They, they, what? yeah, they, they, no, they that is, that's a stereotype. Yeah, with a heavy like, hand, they, they do move with a heavy hand, man. But damn, that was a hard one. Like, yeah, he, he just threw it out there, like, <laughs> like, if, like if Frank would say, yeah, we do. Heck yeah, <laughs> no, they know him I too, though. It up like a baseball. They, <laughs> you didn't wind up shit. He just shot that shit straight out. <laughs> He ain't wind up nothing. He ain't gave me no time to prepare uh, yo, yo, for it. I'm just, I, I had to ask. You know they say the same thing about me. No, this, it's known, though. It's known. Yeah. It is like, what they say of Game of Thrones? It is known. Yeah. You yeah. Can go, you can go get real. your Jesus. He may black your eye. I'm telling you, you, you be I mean, careful. And that's not just no. talking shit. But they said I mean, that about know. the black man. That's, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like and, so, and then, you know, the sad part about it is. Every race does everything. Right. Period. But when it comes right. to like stuff like that, culturally, yeah. you have some little boys Mexicans or Africans growing up being told and even they see it with their own eyes that it is acceptable in our culture to um, abuse our women physically yeah Yes. And, and I might even be the type of dude yeah, that just crazy, does bro. that. Yeah. But I'll do it because if I don't, then the men in my community won't look at me as a man yes. or the head of my household. Yes. You know what I mean? That's yeah. difficult for people. Yeah, that's different, yeah. man. No, yeah. I can't hit no woman, bro. Nah, man. I no, can't hit no woman. No, man. Listen, right, well, even when I'm angry, what, just man. don't don't raise your voice to me. Don't put your hands on me. Bro. Right. I ain't putting my yeah. hands on no one. I can't, I can't do it. Now listen, let me I never had. Well, well, there was that one time, but I was, was you know, well. Shit, it was that was that was real one time. It's yeah. on the records. Um, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> I, I told. I'll never, tell you the story before I tell my my daughter never ever put your hands put your hands on anybody. No, it's not it's not about a a sex thing. Yeah, sure. Don't put your hand on people. Just Period. because she's a woman don't mean you can touch her up. Yeah. Right. Another man, just because a man don't touch him up, right. none of it matters. Period. Don't put your hand on another person. But this is the thing. If you do put your hand on another person, be, be ready to do whatever you think you need to do to stop that person from being able to do what they want to to you yeah. because you put your hand on them. Right. Yeah. Don't right. do it because yeah, man, woman, or different. Yeah. They're gonna have a reaction, okay? Yeah. We're people, and no matter what we said, we won't do until oh, we get yeah. in that situation. Until somebody hit you in the mouth, exactly. So don't do it. Smack in the period. back of the neck. I think well, depending, if somebody hit you in the mouth, it depends on how said, hard they hit me in the mouth. Reaction. Well, this is the thing, though. If you get hit in the mouth, in some ways, first of all, you prepare for the situation because you're facing them, probably. Mm -hmm. So you're kind of anticipating what might happen. Now, this is the thing, and I and that kind of goes back to my story about that one time. I was playing pool with some shorty, and she just happened to be Kate Verde. I was in college playing pool, and uh, and she was, you know, she was kind of handsy, you know what I'm saying? And I, I did something, and then like she like hit me, just blindsided me, like the back of my head, like. Like real hard, man. Uh, yeah. And it was a reaction. Yeah. Like nah, th my body told me that it was somebody attacking me. Right. Yes, yeah. exactly. It wasn't yeah. no thought. Yes. It was it was straight <clears throat> limbic brain reaction. Yes. It wasn't no frontal lobe thinking about and what happened and all yeah. that. No. Right. Straight reaction. Yeah. I just turned around and lit her chest up and I was like, oh yeah. snap. 
You know, I yes. was apologizing for two weeks, but she ain't never hit me in the back of my head again, though. Right. Yeah. Hey, listen, in real life, as <laughs> a grown man, it happened to me. Yeah, you can't do that. My ex had a situation because she decided that she she would get mad. And I saw the signs coming way yeah. before, but never thought it would go this that serious far. one day yeah. while I'm driving on the street. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? That's dangerous. She's like, like, on the before, I could be getting ready to leave, and she mad because I'm leaving. Like, I was yeah. in the certain affiliations I'm leaving to go do it. She would throw a shoe at me. Mm. You were always leaving me. I'm nah, thinking it's nothing, whatever, right? Baby, throw a that. remote. Throw a book. You know, I'm still thinking it's nothing. Well, so one day I'm driving, and she get mad at me, and pop, pop, pop. Why are you driving? driving? Oh. Yes. Gave you a two-piece. And then my reaction while I'm driving is because this car was coming. We was in our nah. residential neighborhood. This car was oh, coming no. towards us. I couldn't get over to the left or right. We're in the middle. Yeah. That car's coming direct dead in the middle. There ain't nothing I can do if I'm all the way to the right already. Yeah. I'm going to hop the curve and go into these people's home. Yeah. What I'm going to do? Normally, right, we're going to embrace this impact and get this insurance check. We can't Man. do nothing else, right? I made that grown-up decision. Yeah. She decided to say, Pow, Joseph, what you doing? Papa, what? Don't you? Yeah. What? Like, we interacted. Tussle. I'm like, yo, wait a minute. And the, man get the, and the moment it sent me yeah. off because I don't, you shocked me. I'm thinking I'm embracing for this one impact mm-hmm. of some devastating something about else, to come and then you do me this. In the car. And I'm driving. I'm not, I'm on my, I'm slowing it's on my brick, stuff, but not man. fully. Dude, that was a crazy experience. That's tough stuff, bro. And I had to fight that shit for a little bit, but thank goodness. <laughs> except, for, except for a little bit. Judicial system in the city of Dallas and my lawyer, I'll tell you his name if y'all really need to hit me on the side. He's a that, that, that's attorney here. But you know that's so crazy, bro. There's so many things. Man, men got to be careful, man. Men got to be careful with, a lot of times people don't, people don't really worry about the care of a black man. Yeah. They don't they really don't. care about the care of a man, they really, don't. honestly. But a black mm-hmm. man, I mean, from women to society to... Just nobody asks questions. Where, where's the black man movement besides right. talking about some fucking beers and shit? Yeah. Where's the black man movement? And talking okay? about that motherfucking shit. I got oh, it. yeah, yeah. I, I, I live yeah, that. Hey, it's but, a great no, segue. It's a great it, segue, it is, right? It is. It is a damn good segue. We're going to come back to that, too. But even with that beer game thing, the one thing it showed me, I didn't hear nothing about it. Yeah. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah. I just heard from several girls. What Do they got their things on? Oh, they don't. They, I saw I saw it. Okay. So I, I heard from several women about this beer game matters mm-hmm. thing. Then my girl hit me up and she was like, hey, this is this, this is that. And I was like, what is I keep hearing about this. Mm-hmm. So as I said, just read some comments from it because I like to create content and find content for things for the podcast. Mm-hmm. So as she's reading these comments, it's women talking about like taking pictures of themselves, booty shots, hit me up, leave your number here, leaving their number there, leaving what they do, that they don't have no kids and all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I thought about is the things that women say men do to them, they allow it. Mm-hmm. Yes. They allow it through giving us access to them. Yeah. They allow it through putting themselves out the way they do on social media. Even the most conservative women who act like it's nothing mm-hmm. and always want to call a man misogynistic. When you see them on pictures, they got their breasts showing. Right. They got stuff on where you, you know can't look don't. at nothing but they right. booty. Right. We know of some leaders in the movement. Yes. The movement. The movement. <laughs> listen, in the movements yeah. Yeah. that we know of. Yeah. And listen, dude. They just like a dude. They just like they a dude. They some savages out here. That's they same. doing their goddamn thing. Yeah. But they are, but they are abusing men with their words and so on their social media yeah, right. to, to keep up the facade, yeah, the persona right. that I talked yeah. about earlier. What? Yeah. They're giving a fucking sale. And, and, listen, and seduction, it, can, it is a weapon if not used in the proper way. If you're not using seduction to get your man or your husband aroused, then the seduction that you are using is a weapon, man. It is a weapon. And Kevin, they know that. Kevin, Kevin Hart, destruction. Kevin Hart they know was that. unarmed. 
It's brought nations to their nah, knees. Nah, man. He no, he was not unarmed. He wasn't unarmed? Come on, no, man. You so gotta, that man knew exactly what he was. Now, yeah, he, he, wasn't, he, wasn't, he didn't know what he was about to get. Exactly. That's yeah, he didn't know that. No, no, he, did he was armed. Yeah, he was armed. He, but he, 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 he knew what he was into. He future on the breakfast yeah. club. Look, he he knew. did it to himself. I can't trust you. He said, because I'm thinking that you're trying to take a picture. Kevin, you but you, you told your story, mm-hmm. and now it's out. So that's why I told you earlier: Is this still not the order to sell? Yeah. Is he still not doing this to still garner publicity? Yeah. Either way, yeah. how many people are still not going? It wouldn't be surprised. Nah, they're gonna watch it. They they gonna more people it. gonna watch it. And then, and then, and then, and then if he comes out on the other end of it, and they'll be super anti-woman this, anti-woman that, mm-hmm. wife with him everywhere he go, mm-hmm. never not with him. Yep. My real, my real, real this time, like <laughs> whatever, whatever he try to sell us on yeah, next time, it's gonna keep selling, and we gonna keep still buying. And because you said a new standard about to come out. I'm just saying it's yeah. the hardest sale. Yeah, irresponsible. I agree. It's coming out. Irresponsible. How how classic yeah. and perfect timing is that? You know what I mean? But back man, to the bear game sure thing, go. man, and talking about women, mm-hmm. allowing men well, that they are the reason why we do the things that we do. Right. No, we can't do outside unless somebody raping you. Everything else that's happening, you will have control over mm-hmm. it too. If you are being mistreated by men, you don't have to be there. You don't have to say, "Why don't you just be man enough to leave?" No. How about you leave because you're unhappy with the situation? Right. Stop putting all this stuff on us. Right. right. What was right. we talking about? Especially before? if yeah. you say that you're more emotionally intelligent than me. Yes. You say that it's we lack be, emotional yeah. intelligence. And if that's a general, if that is the general consensus of most women, well, how can you expect for me to do the thing that you know to do before yeah. you thought I knew how to do yeah. it? But how deadly is that, though, to go back to women? I really like to focus on so, women today. Mm-hmm. How deadly is it to go back to talk about women who are not living the life that they are selling in these permanent leadership roles? But you're telling young girls and you're telling... I know that it, it's, it's dangerous to teach really somebody is. to do something that you're saying you shouldn't do something and you're doing it. And you're doing Let it. me tell you something. We talked about how sex and the lack of communication in black relationships has been a detriment to a lot of them. Mm-hmm. They had posted a video. I don't know if any of y'all saw it. It was a video posted the other day of these, uh, like, majorettes. It was a black school in Georgia, a high school. And they were dancing in a provocative way. The mm-hmm. the step majorettes or whatever. They were dancing oh, in a provocative came out to, way. Like, the fishnets or something, too? Yeah, and they was dancing. And, they, mm-hmm. like, all the black comments was, like, sluts, whores. They'll oh, be pregnant by man. halftime, this yeah. and this and that. And I'm like, why are we <laughs> always bashing sexuality? Yeah. We are sexual people. Right. Dancing and moving the way we move is in our nature. And we projected it on them. They didn't say that they were doing that. We no, projected, we projected what right. we thought sex looked yeah, like. They just was yeah. doing a routine. What, exactly. what we thought sex looked like, we thought we that pre- was sex. We, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is, why can't we be sexual but also be able to... What's wrong with being sexual? What's wrong with being explorative with your... I'm not saying at that age. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But no, like, that's the no, thing. I was that's say, my only thing. Yeah. But, but no, it's so funny because I had this conversation a couple of weeks ago with yeah. friends and we weren't trying to be like whatever. But think about... Uh, what's, what's our favorite movie with Celie? Uh, Color Purple. Oh, Color Purple. Uh-huh. Think about Color Purple. That was a movie that depicted in that time. Mm-hmm. But... All families sold their youngest daughters off to people who had money so they can have land and food. Mm-hmm. They did that all the time. So young girls, as those ages that yeah. they were down there prancing, yeah. no, 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 that's not new. Yeah. It's it's illegal in American society yeah. and, and since what the early 1900s, yeah. maybe, yeah. maybe the early. Still but I'm saying, but yeah. the hundreds of years and everything before, it's always been young it's girls being been sold that. off to some old man who wanted because he got some money yeah. and he wants some young nookie. That's what it's always been. Yeah. You know, he'll take her as his wife and she take her to him while his ass is old and dying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what it's always and been. And you get land out of it. It's just crazy because oftentimes, when, especially when I hear black people speak, we're so hypocritical. We're mm-hmm. so contradictive. And that's why I say I think a lot of times, honestly, you can't even avoid it sometimes. You can't even, because, I mean, I've been, I think we've all been hypocritical. You know, we've all done something where we kind of like, if we really go back and look through our own history, we kind of yeah. like, like, damn, well, that, that, that may too. not be the same thing, but I've yeah. done something similar to that. Right. 
that's why I feel like when it comes to judgment, I try my best not to judge because mm-hmm. I know I make mistakes. If anything, I try to look at the perspective of like, why, what made him do this or what made her do that or what, why they made this, why did they make this decision? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just try to understand it. And, and, you know, to me, I think that when it comes down to it, it goes back to that whole, you know, just content versus intent. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and really, at the end of the day, um, we all make decisions, right? And if we, if we could remove judgment, then I think we'll all be in a better place because when you remove judgment, what you do is you stop pointing the finger at other people and you just really look at yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if I say, damn, man, you know, if I'm judging Anthony, more than likely, if you dig deep enough, it's because there's something going on with me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We that I'm not happy with. We put ourselves above any thought. Yeah. We are above anything. Like, why? Like, if you know that thought exists, why are you above that thought? Yeah. Like, why could that now have entered your mind to do that thing mm-hmm. that you know you shouldn't yeah. do? Why do you feel like you want that? We, we run away from the feeling versus exploring it mm-hmm. often. So, you know. And why are you criticizing that man's life? Like, so hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, when people do that, I always take a back seat and say, hmm. Social media made it worse, though. Social media has made so many things worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, and like I say, you'll even on regular, just on regular feeds, when you're reading somebody else's shit that's talking about the Kevin Hart to talk, Mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to dog Kevin Hart. Right. No, I'm I'm not saying is he, but I will speak on the reason he's taking so much backlash and why. But like I say, going through Facebook and seeing people's social media and reading these things, you see so many people judging Mm -hmm. superstars, athletes, and it's like, I hold them to a different standard. And it's like, and you know this person, it's like, how you judging? Right. Like, what hey, you talking like about? You judging in public. So this is too. A, to those black women that's judging Kevin. Oh. Were you judging Issa the same way? Uh, why y'all was asked was Team oh, Issa? No. Huh? <laughs> you wasn't. Yeah, I know Kevin Hart's wife got a baby on the way and all of that. Yeah. That may make y'all sweat it. Wait, sorry, because I kind of feel you on that one. But still, if it wasn't that, if it's just solely on the <laughs> yeah. act. Are you judging her the same but way? But you know what? Think that's about the, that. That's the crazy thing, though, too. We will watch TV. And when we watch TV, mm. especially women, they'll champion improper or like disrespectful relationships, like long as it seems like love. Mm-hmm. Like they champion this on reality TV, they mm-hmm. champion oh, yeah. this on movies, but it's like in real life, that's not what they want. How, like, what is the mindset to champion on TV, but you really wouldn't even want that in real life? That's a great question, man. I wish there was a chick here. Like, I'm just what I'm saying. <laughs> like, they champion so many things you right. see on social media and all of this, and it's like, you wouldn't even really want that in your life. Exactly, you don't want that. You know what I'm saying? Or do you want that? They no, they really no, they really do want it, but they want it in that sugar-coated, pretty way mm-hmm. that that that's appealing to most, mm-hmm. not appealing to the dirty dog in them. Because when you say the dirty dog, and yeah. I mean like when you just want the thing you want, and no matter what the fuck it look like, yeah. but you want it in a pretty way, and when other people see that you like what you want. To where they won't judge you on it, yeah. mm-hmm. sugarcoating the shit is, is what I'm essentially yeah. saying. Nah, forget that. You so gotta I, be a dog to just want the raw yeah. dog meat, no matter how I'm much. Raw you dog. Now I do want to ask him a question. I, I think I've already asked you this question before on another podcast. I always ask guys this: Is cheating inevitable? Is cheating what? Inevitable. Is it something that's gonna happen sooner or later at some point in any relationship? One way or another. You? you do feel that way. Yes. By okay. men and women. Yeah. Okay. And the thing one is, you said one another. way or another because it could. I mean, because it's it, not just physical cheating. It's, it's really not cheating. exactly. So Sometimes exactly, either either partner can check out in either form. Yeah, one is neither is more deadly. I think yeah. they both can be depends used on who you are to in yeah. any type of situation that's going on, any type of marriage. So they both are just you know whatever. Yeah. All sins are equally sinful yeah. for that's you Christians true, out right. there. Yeah, you know if you're, you're make homosexual, one another. no if question. If you if you're if you're a drinker, you're all just sins, sins or sins. If you're a masturbator, <laughs> right. a chronic masturbator, 
chronic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a sin is a sin. Yeah. What do you look at when be, being a black father, both of y'all, and, and you can answer when you know one another, but being a black father in today's current racial climate and just today's mm-hmm. climate of living, what is the biggest thing that scares you about raising two kids, bro? Because you both got two a piece of girl and a boy. It scares me for two different reasons. Because of the way we look at men and the way we look at women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got a girl too? Yes. Yeah, boy and that's, girl. that's the hardest thing for me is just I don't I don't I'm not too concerned about my boy. Um I'm more it's concerned how about how feel. Yeah, yeah, I'm just I'm more concerned about my, my girl for and not even just racial reasons. I guess when I think think about race, I focus more on my son because I'm like you're gonna have to deal with certain things that your sister probably ain't gonna have to deal with. But at yeah. the same time as a little girl, the women, she's gonna have to deal with certain things my boy ain't gonna have to deal yeah. with. So when it comes to race, it's more about making sure that he understands the the, the way human nature is and the way people that don't look like him are and how they view him and all just being prepared for that yeah. being able to recognize when he see it you know yeah. what i mean we teach him those things but ultimately you like you say worry about less because we think that if we do teach him and if he's our seed our sons yeah. that is going to be innate in him he's going to get it like me and be yeah. better because mm-hmm. we already think because we're going to be better to our kids than our parents were to earn right. our children's going to just naturally be the next progression of being better than me right yeah and so with the son, you know, sometimes you just tend to have that more macho type approach mm-hmm. with him. More confidence. With the, huh? It's more confident, too. You're yeah, confident exactly. Even before your daughter. Happens, yeah. So I do the same thing, but I actually kind of build my daughter up like that she can do the same things my son can do and even better. Yeah. Because I don't want her to feel as though yeah, she can't. Can't do that. I don't want her to be feeling like, oh, yeah, I've never been. T- my daddy didn't tell me I could quite do those things, so yeah. I'm not sure if I can do them. I want her to think, no, I can be the president. I can no, be I can I do be. anything yeah. that a man can do. Yeah. Now, obviously, I do know things to be differently when it comes down to physicality. Yeah. yeah. You know, being physical with a thing. That's what makes the most things different. A woman can do just as much as it can, and I never want to limit her. Have y'all so talked, not to interrupt you, but how are y'all dealing with like the emotional side of having two sons? Because you know, most of us, we were raised, don't be this way. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's like, as I think, I don't have kids, but I always tell Artiz, I'm like, if I have a kid, my mindset is that where I am now at 34, my kid will be there by 24. Right. That's my hope. Right. Yeah. So, I don't know if that's how y'all think, and I'm pretty sure it is, uh-huh. but what is that thing that y'all are teaching y'all sons about emotion? Because I think if we can allow or teach especially black men to tap into their emotional side and understand mm-hmm. that it's okay yeah. because it actually helps you communicate better. Right. It, a- it actually helps you understand yourself better mm-hmm. to where you can start having more healthy relationships. You can start having more healthier friendships because you are able to address the emotions that cause yeah. anger and love and being able to express those. So how are y'all dealing with that with y'all sons at this age? Cause both of y'all have them. Like how old is your son? Uh, he's eight and yours is like nine. nine. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right there. I have an immediate example of that. Because I had the opportunity to teach my son that yesterday in the moment about emotions because of the, another little kid on the other team. Yeah. Um, but I always, let me just say this first and foremost, I always teach him to express himself yeah. in a very um, emotional, intelligent type of way. Yeah. Express how you feel. Understand that every moment might not be the moment, yeah. but always revisit it with yourself mm-hmm. and with whatever you were dealing with it. Like if it's another person, deal with it. If it's a thing, yeah. deal with it, son. So yesterday... On the field, a little kid got hit pretty hard. Yeah. He laid there for a minute. This is a different hit. <laughs> and got up. <laughs> but he got up. Mind, no, 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 actually, it was the same moment. It was the same moment, actually. Embellish. <laughs> <laughs> you know that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was the juice. It was the juice. No, yeah, I ate the juice. Man, actually, when the kid got up, he got up and he stormed off. And I told Colin, I said, hey, 
Remember what I always tell you. I said, you see that anger, that emotion in him? He's leaving the field where it started at. Yeah. The problem erupted on the field, yeah. and he left the field to handle it. I said, no. What you do is you take that same feeling, you get up, and then you go put that feeling and evoke it in somebody else. Yeah. I said, because guess what? If you think that you're good enough to compete on that field, that means you need to be able to take what you give, but you got to always be willing to get up and give it again yeah. and keep giving it until the thing that's opposing you don't want to give it again. Yeah. I said, that's what you do when you get on the field. Yeah. Damn near be ready to kill, but don't be killing nobody. Right. Don't be killing nobody. Too much. <laughs> but I told him, that's what you got to give. Like, seriously, right there. I'm, I'm like, glad oh, we don't boom. play in the same league. <laughs> yeah. He said, what? I said, I'm glad we don't play in the same league. <laughs> you know, but, but with me, man, you know, um, I think that because of how we grew up and I just just the way males were raised, period. Yeah. You know, I, I wanted to say, okay, so how do I raise my boy to um, you know, differently? Yeah. My thing is for him to be aware of his emotions and sh- and make sure that he understands cuz you can only control him if you're aware of him and you understand them, yeah. right? Yeah. So because he's an emotional kid, you know what I'm like he cries when teachers retire, yeah. you know what I'm saying? He cries if somebody's sick. That's you know like Ortiz's I mean? son. He just cries. I'm like, yeah. what's the matter, man? And there's nothing right? wrong with that, though. Yeah, and I'm yeah. saying, exactly. Yeah. And uh, But I mean, it'd be some random stuff. It'd be a teacher that wasn't even his. Yeah. And she's retiring, and he'd be like, oh, man, she ain't going to be here no more. Yeah. Um, so I get him to understand that. And then and then it's like, okay, when he like gets upset, yeah. like to the point where he's crying, you know, I'm like, you know, let's talk about it. How yeah. you feeling, man? You know what I mean? Like, and and, and understand that in life, just because you respond this way yeah. don't mean you're going to get what you want. True. You know what I mean? Like, True. I always try to bring it back and make it real for him. Like, you know, I understand that you're a young person, and I need you to understand that as you get older, you'll get better at controlling this. Yeah. And you'll, be, you'll be better at, at determining uh, at what point and the most appropriate times to show different emotions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, on the football field, um, at, his, at his, uh, his practices, his coaches yell a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? And some kids, they get yelled at to the point where they be crying. Yeah. He don't never cry. Yeah. Because he's understanding that what his coaches are trying to do yeah. by yelling. By you know yelling. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they're not making they're not trying to make him feel bad, they're just trying to get their point across. Right. So that doesn't hurt his feelings. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. but in order for him to recognize that he need to know and understand feelings and all of that. Right. So we talk about those things. It's so crazy how we got all the, the sports related conversation I mean yeah. stories. Because that my son last year playing basketball, that's how we got the football. Yeah. Um actually it was like the year before. I picked him up from school. We were gonna go practice. Dribble skills, uh, defense, and everything, right? So we get out there and we're going, all right, have him dribbling with his left and right, and he's just moping. He's yeah. kind of like, mm-hmm. <laughs> dude, what's wrong with you? Come on, man. You said you wanted to do this. Come on. Yeah. yeah. What's wrong with you? Nothing. <laughs> Keep going on. Kyle, something's wrong with you. Dude, you're lying to me. So now I'm offended because you're lying to me. Yeah. That's when they start. And I start hitting them with that part. You're lying to me. Kylan, what we talk about lying. Yeah. If you feel the same type of way, let's talk about it. Because yeah. what I really want to do is, you know, how I would have been yeah. done when I was, get you, what you, what's wrong? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I said, hey, hey, listen, listen, listen. Dude, something is wrong with you. Tell me what it is so we can talk about it. I said, do you trust me? Yeah. I said, we, we had these conversations, yeah, right? You trust me. All right, thank you. I said, now that you trusted me, I'm going to trust you to tell me how you really feel. Why? If you're not able to articulate it, tell me, you want to cry? Because well, you already cried to cry. Right. Do you, what is it? Like, why do you feel this way? Because I don't want to do this. I said, mm, that's still not the why. Okay, thank you. You don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Now, why don't you want to do it? Just because. Because the boys on the team won't pass me the ball. Mm-hmm. 
Now we get ah, into there we go. Yeah. Cool, I get that. Now, but guess what? Now, this is what you're going to really have to learn in life. First and foremost, me and your mom already saw that. We were going to move you to another team yeah. anyway. Yeah. We didn't expect you to quit the sport because we didn't like the way the coach was coaching. Guys that weren't even good as you was getting playing time and you really weren't. Yeah. And that's cool. And we didn't pay the money for you to be sitting on the bench and us not to see other little kids play. <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. So I'm like, cool. We already understood that, right? Yeah. So by you telling me this, just you didn't want to stop playing basketball. You just didn't want to play on that team, and right? And now we found some cool. resolution. Right. Thank you. Let's I said, now listen, it. but this is the deeper thing I need you to understand about that is this, is that even if you stayed on that same team, don't not want to do this, that it gets you better than them, that when you get the ball, you won't even have to worry about passing them the ball yeah. in case you don't want to. Mm -hmm. That's how you get your enemy. Yeah. The first one was how you deal with your friends. Yeah. This is how you deal with your enemy. You go learn and you still do the same thing your enemy do, but you do it 10 times Better. more mm -hmm. and get better at them yeah. and then too it won't even matter what yeah. they're doing to win this in your court yeah. you can handle you it can as them. if they mm -hmm. don't even exist and that's crazy because that's how it is on that uh, what's that commercial they got that Powerade commercial now mm -hmm. where it's like you know how many hours you put in right. because he's putting in the same hours mm -hmm. how much how many jump shots you taking because he's taking the yeah. same jump shots mm -hmm. he was like then at that point is your will how how, exactly. how strong is your will to outdo theirs and break theirs and mm -hmm. you can keep going yes. and practicing and getting better on the backside. Or, you know, when everybody else is sleeping and doing whatever they right. do, that's how you're going to get better. I said, you exactly. like LeBron, you like Steph Curry, right? You like KD, you wear all their shoes, yes. you <laughs> like what they do, right? I said, well, you can't get to that level until you do this. Yeah. This well, right here, do. out here all day long, yeah. no matter who passes you the ball when yeah. you're out there, this is what's got them there. Mm -hmm. So if you want to be like them, you got to do you this. You got to handle this ball right here. Yeah. Two million times. Yeah. Think about how many, let's just simply do math. How many dribbles do you think you've taken by your age right now? Okay, cool. Now let's multiply that times LeBron. Yeah. That's how many more dribbles he did to get where he is. Just if he kept playing it to that level, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Well, so how many more dribbles do you think you need to be doing out here? That's well, true. you need to get at it yeah. right now if you but, want to be his side. But that's crazy. And that's and, and you can take that over into adult life. And adult into life. anything. Because even with me, like, and you, you both of you know me, I was doing photography real heavy like a year or two ago. Not doing it as much anymore. Mm -hmm. I gave it up because I was like, well, first of all, this is what I love to do. Mm -hmm. Then I hear other people doing it. And not to be funny, I have a respect for radio and voices and people who are looking to be honest and create honest conversation. So for me, I was like, when I hear other people doing it, or when I used to listen to other people doing it, it was kind of like, I can do this, but I can also do this better. Not yeah. because I'm better than them, right. but yeah. because I'm willing to go that extra mile that other people mm -hmm. want. Right. So many people who are doing podcasts, and, and, and this is just an example, they're doing podcasting, but they're not being honest on their podcast. Mm -hmm. It sounds generic, because it's just like everybody else's. It's just an off-brand. Right. And it's like, your production is not as good as theirs, so while you're marketing, exactly. while you're trying to be like them, you'll never be them, because you don't even everybody have to have a podcast mm -hmm. and sound just like the Breakfast Club. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> right. That's all you got. Club. Why? And that's the thing. And so you ain't the breakfast club. You're not the breakfast club. Right. <laughs> breakfast, I'll never be the breakfast Even when people hit me up and they be like, hey, man, you talking, you be spitting some real shit like Charlotte. I'm not Charlemagne. Don't want to even be mentioned in the same name. Yeah. Mention me. Cool. Right. I like if my name, yeah. Let me do cool. me. If my name comes up, I needs to be Anthony. Anthony right. that talks about everything that happens right in the moment. Mm -hmm. The thing Anthony, that makes this, appeal, this, this podcast Cole. appealing is because I do and talk about things in the moment. Like right. if I'm broke, I'm going to talk about it while I'm broke and how I got to that point and how I got out of it. Right. Yes, I don't want to talk about it when I'm starting to make millions of dollars or thousands of dollars. And I'm like, I ain't in that situation and I'm telling some feel-good no, story. No, they all people. do because they right. sell the dream. That's not the real, yeah, yeah exactly. That's what I'm saying. 
No, I need to a lot be of dream right sellers now. out yeah. there. I ain't trying to sell no dream. Ain't no dream to be sold because the thing about it is all the negative things you go through, you wouldn't even appreciate the dream like shit that happens to you in life if you didn't have those negative things. Of course. Yeah. And 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 listen, I was talking about this the other day with people too. Because I you know, that's what I do, man. I just talk to people. Yeah. But but when you really think about it in life, the quote unquote bad things or the worst things that have happened to yeah. you, you've learned the most and it's been the most beneficial in your life. If yeah. you really think about it. That's the how worst I think about things. everything. Even yeah, with work, when people things. complain about work, I'm like, have you been fired before? Because I've been fired. <laughs> have you been fired right. and had no money? Right. Then this job you should be able to muster up. If you okay, you got a bad relationship. Mm. I've had my heart broken. That's mm. nothing any other girl could do anything to right. me unless I Never get married and again. have kids and they do something to right. trump just a heart. That's a different level. I can't stand people walking into work on Monday talking about ooh, four four, four days closer days. to Friday. Yeah. Like, what? Hey, what? Today's yeah. Monday. Uh, today's Monday. If you ain't this that much, yeah. Take your That's this go, though. That's like, that go though. find something go else. Find something yeah. This is not your purpose. This is not your passion. This is, I don't know what this is to you. Yeah. This is a money maker, apparently. Okay. But guess what? If you are here, there's something in your life that puts you here. Mm -hmm. Take responsibility for, yeah. for it. Yeah. And then better yourself to get in somewhere else. But until then, this is your mediocre-ass life that you don't like. Uh -huh. So you a mediocre uh, person. <laughs> I was person. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you're a mediocre person. And uh, yeah. realize that yeah. and get your ish together. And you got to change your perspective <laughs> like, on, and outlook. It's all about perspective and mentality. You, you have to change got your to. perspective and outlook. And... <clears throat> The reason I was talking to you guys about emotion to bring it full circle because we we running out of time. Plus, I see the kids getting restless. <laughs> so, so to bring it full circle, I think it's so important to talk about emotions with your sons and your kids because it brings it full circle to be able to handle. I'm losing my thought. It brings it full circle to be able to handle things in adulthood. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you're able to talk to your son about emotions, I feel like we. Because my whole thing about the podcast when I created this podcast was how can I make people better. Mm -hmm. How can I make people yeah. actually talk about the things that, that scares them? Right. If you want to come on here and talk, we ain't got to use your name. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I, got a, I got a guy that I'm going to be talking to soon that's going to be on the podcast. He used to sell drugs. He still sells drugs. Mm -hmm. I was like, bro, come on. We won't use your name. I got a sex act that's coming on. We ain't got to use your name, right. but we need these real stories because how many times have we just been sitting up reading a book? A lot of times we find mm -hmm. our truths in books mm -hmm. because nobody's telling the truth on nobody's TV. talking about That's it. why when you see a good movie or a good TV show like this, This Is Us, I don't know if you, any of y'all watch This I Is Us. It, Man, it is an amazing show because it talks about, it it, dress, it, it deals with racism, mm -hmm. it deals with love, it deals with all of our fears, money, mm -hmm. uh, heartbreak, it deals with all of that. So that's why it's one of the number one rated shows, if not the number one rated show because Everybody, as much as people mm -hmm. don't like to face honesty, we appreciate it. We do. Right. <clears throat> yeah. And, and being then, able to accept you know, your yeah. emotional stability and uh, being unstable, if you know that you are, <laughs> these things, you know, make you unstable and these yeah, things right. may keep you stable, you got to figure those things out, man, and yeah, figure it out man. for the better betterment of yourself. And if you have kids, betterment of your kids, man. And being yeah. able to, and really being able to put it out. And it's like my man said earlier, I mean, we're just trying to be true to ourselves. You know, we have to get there sooner than later, and our children have to get there sooner, sooner. than we did. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Sooner than it's a soon. different world. We gotta, yeah. we gotta be real out here, man. No. So, getting ready to wrap it up, man. Thanks for coming on. Uh, where can they find you on social media? It's been a minute. Do you even, you don't even be like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, no on social media, man. I'm usually, I'm, I say my uh, comments for a lot of things like this, but I put some things out there. Mainly, we uh, post uh, videos and stuff. But uh, Joseph uh, Harris on Facebook. Um, my IG is I am JB Harris. That's I A M J B H A R R I S on Instagram. I am, and mine is uh, on Instagram. I always have to look at it. So now it's B L K <laughs> underscore G H S T seventy five. Black Ghost. I remember you all the time. It's because you change your shit all the time. All the yeah. social media. Oh, and all the so yeah. He ain't even on Facebook. They want to lie. Yeah, 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 let me be on there. Man. Let me be on there.
Franchise, Frenchie. Yeah. yeah. See? He know. That's Frank, what I'm saying. That's he done changed a million of them. Yeah. They let me. They, so man. Them, man. Can I just? I mean, it, this is a whole other conversation Tell which we ain't gonna have. Let you live, man. Let me live, baby. You know what I mean? Like today, I might feel like Francis. Tomorrow, I might feel like the ghost. I mean, I'm, I'm just being open with my my multiple personalities. Yeah. I, but I think ghost you know? is the person I want to fuck with, though. Yeah, so yeah, I, I think ghost. Yeah, he he's dolls. in the building. <laughs> Wait, to a certain period of time, because you know we got the youngest in the building. I mean, we got the baby ghost. Yeah, we, we'll definitely do a part two because if they went in here, I was going whole. Oh man, see, that, I didn't want that. No, nah, it's, it's all good, man. We need sometimes I, the thing about it. Too, we have a lot of like I was saying, we got a lot of episodes coming up mm-hmm. that we're going to tap more into, like the intellectual side. And the reason being is, like, a lot of times people listen to the podcast and they laugh and then they're laughing, but a lot of times when I hear people reach out to me, they reach out about the educational podcasts, but mm-hmm. they reach out more when we're talking. We always talk real shit, but like when it's a little bit more foolish. Mm-hmm. But the thing I always tell people, I'll be like, I also have another side, I don't ever want to be. Right. Seen as just one person or oh, one yeah, way, of course, of course. you know, and that's the thing that I like yeah. about myself. I feel like if somebody comes in talking politics or finances, mm-hmm. I can talk on any level of that. But right. of course, certain parts people are gonna be better than me at. Yeah. But I like to have that to where yeah. I can learn something from the yeah. podcast. Because yeah. I mean, you've said a lot of stuff today where I'm like, that is a good perspective. He always does. So it's like to bring in different people to have different perspectives, whether you yeah. believe in those or have those same opinions or beliefs, mm-hmm. but you can learn something from that opposing person. And you talked about that in the group meeting. You had that picture of the 69 mm-hmm. and it was one man on yeah. one side and another guy on the other side. He's like, that's a Whoa. six and that's a nine, not the sexual 69. Right. And they saw the same number, but they saw it from a different perspective. Different perspective. And that's the thing that we got to understand, which when, when I, I saw that picture, this. it made me think about racism. I know I'm about to wrap it up, but it made me think about racism because that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have a color of people that's literally making people feel like well they're not really a color it's not a color yeah but you know what I'm saying but it's it's just it's literally some people feel like oh it's the race it's like oh Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm superior right and this is one thing I'll tell black people, man. Black people who want to talk about race, relations, and stuff, you don't have to whisper and say white people. Like, when you say white in public, just say white people. This is white don't just say the peach people. You can say that, too. Beige. They, you ain't got to point to your hand like, speak. Right, oh, no. Like, speak. Nah, you know, that's shit. natural. But like, yeah, you know, like, yeah. these people. Yeah. If you're talking about a white person in public, just say white people, man. And if they turn around, let, they get a chance to listen and hear what we really got to say about yeah. them. You don't have to jump Did to conclusions about Did you look at me that, like that because you want to have this conversation? Yeah. Right. Come on, or you're shocked. Yeah. Either or, you can get it. Yeah. <laughs> man, I appreciate y'all for coming in. You can find me at Sir Robert Pro on Instagram. The reality is on all social medias, man. And like I always tell y'all, inhale courage to excel success. We got a lot of great podcasts coming up, man. Thanks, Frank, for coming out. Thanks, Joe, for coming out. No doubt, bro. Uh, we got you. the kids, and yeah, they look like they is restless. They're ready, ready to bounce. get up out of here, man. But we'll catch y'all next time, man. Appreciate it. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4.
tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.